Welcome into Lockdown Blackhawks for Friday, April 24th, 2020. We've made it another week through shelter in place. Woo! So exciting. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining me here on Lockdown Blackhawks. My name is Jay Zawoski. Lockdown Blackhawks is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Get in touch with the podcast. It's very easy. Remember, the next show you hear on Lockdown Blackhawks will be Talk Back Tuesday. So send me a voicemail, 708-653-0572. Email is lockedonblackhawks at gmail.com. You know I love those voice memos. Email them there. It sounds awesome. Twitter, at LO underscore Blackhawks. My personal account is at jayzawoski670. And the Madhouse Podcast can be found at Pod. Thank you for checking out all my Blackhawk stuff, all the other stuff I do. The I'm Fat Podcast, if you want to check that out too, it's at I'm Fat Pod. All right, yesterday on the show, we talked with Brian Tripp. He is the voice of the Penn State Nittany Lions hockey team. He's also the voice of the Frozen Four on Westwood One. He gave us an in-depth scouting report on Blackhawks prospect Evan Barrett. Today, we talked to Jay Stickney, who has been the voice of the University of Denver For 20 years, he has seen every game Ian Mitchell has played for the University of Denver, and he joins us with an in-depth scouting report on the Hawks' top defensive prospect. If you think you were excited about Evan Barrett after yesterday's interview with Brian Tripp, you're going to be equally, if not more, excited after you hear about Ian Mitchell. I am really excited about this. Uh, this development that they've Hawks have all of a sudden some really solid prospects that we'd sort of been sleeping on because I think we all have a tendency to look back at Rockford and see, okay, how's Rockford doing? Not great. And a lot of those guys are here and these college guys feel so far away because they're harder to track down or harder to see, obviously. But all of a sudden, two of the guys you should feel really good about in this organization, Evan Barrett and Ian Mitchell are ready to go. They could play tomorrow if hockey resumed. And that's really exciting. And based on what Brian Tripp said yesterday and based on what Jay Stickney said in my interview when I recorded it, I'm going to bring it to you next. Both these guys should be able to slot into the NHL. I don't want to say easily, but they're ready to go. I think you're going to enjoy the conversation I had with Jay Stickney. And if you've been a longtime listener to Lockdown Blackhawks, you'll know this. Every time I ask a guest to make an NHL comparison to a prospect, they're like, whoa, that caught me off guard. Oh, I don't know. That's all I think about. <laughs> and I acknowledge with Jay Stickney, people hate when I do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. And he had a similar response, but I don't know why that's such a challenge for people. Maybe it's just top of the head sort of a thing, but uh, and they're not watching the NHL as religiously as we are, but I'm not going to stop because now it entertains me to hear these people struggle to find an NHL comp to the guy we're having them come on and talk about, but some really, really good and exciting comps are made eventually in the conversation with Jay Stickney. Want to give you one more reminder, please talk back Tuesday. I need some questions. The questions have been coming in really slow. So hit me back up on there, lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com. The uh, voicemail number is 708-653-0572. Nothing is off the table. Anything you want to know, let me know. Uh, just need a little bit more feedback from you guys 
uh, as hockey sort of dries up, as topics sort of dry up. Uh, I need some some questions to answer. So please, please, please fill up that mailbag for me, and I will get everybody's question answered on Talkback Tuesday. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for tuning in. On yesterday's podcast, Thursday's podcast, you heard me talk to Brian Tripp. He was the voice, he still is the voice, of Penn State Hockey. He gave us a scouting report on the Blackhawks' top forward prospect, Evan Barrett. Today, we talked to Jay Stickney, the 20-year voice of the University of Denver. He's going to tell us about Blackhawks' top defensive and probably top overall prospect, Ian Mitchell. Jay, thanks for joining me here on the podcast. Follow Jay on Twitter at Stickney underscore Jay Stickney, just like the town in Illinois. Jay, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. Well, you know, I I was so busy not not going anywhere. (laughs) Well, hopefully we're going somewhere with the Blackhawks top prospect, Ian Mitchell, who signed on April 13th after a little bit of stress for Hawks fans. Before we get into scouting Ian Mitchell, how real of it of a threat was it that he was going to stay for another year of college hockey? Do you think his mind was made up that he was leaving after this year anyway, or was there a real chance he was going to go back? You know, I, I think I think he knew he was going to sign uh, with the Blackhawks. You know, from the first puck drop of this season, um, you know, we felt very fortunate to have him back for his junior year. The the way things go in college hockey and um, obviously heartbroken for how the season had to end for him and for everybody in college hockey. But, you know, I think, you know, I I would doubt that he had any second thoughts about doing this um, because again, he was probably very close to doing it at the end of the sophomore year. Well, on yesterday's podcast, we had Brian Tripp. He's the voice of Penn state hockey. We had him on talking about Evan Barrett. And before we let him go, he wanted to talk about how great Ian Mitchell was. He called him a prototypical uh, NHL defenseman for this era of hockey. You've seen pretty much every game he's played in college. Tell the Lockdown Blackhawks audience what they're getting in young defenseman Ian Mitchell. Well, first of all, I mean, Ian's one of those guys that sort of actually lives up to the cliche that everyone uses that, uh, you know, good player, uh, better person, or great player, better person. I mean, that really is Ian Mitchell. Um, I mean, he's, he's got an intense competitive streak when he's on the ice, but off the ice, I mean, he's one of those guys that <laughs> literally shakes everybody's hand, pushes his chair in after every meal. I mean, he, he's just like literally the nicest person <laughs> you'll ever meet in your life. Um, but then on the ice, I mean, it's like uh, everyone, every team that Denver played, it was – you know, they did everything they could to come out and challenge every shot that he had. And, uh, you know, he still, despite all of the traffic, was able to accomplish a lot. Yeah, I think in, in college hockey, a lot of teams can have that strategy of, okay, stop this guy, and we're in pretty good shape. And, you know, University of Denver is one of the better programs in college hockey, that's for sure. But was Mitchell, in his time in Denver, was he the – a one guy that most opponents plan for? Well, even as a freshman, I mean, he yeah. was the, the top offensive defenseman. Um, and, you know, that, that was on a team that was the defending national champs. And, and he just came right in and, and, you know, he's the one who brought the puck up, you know, on the power play and, and was on the top line from, from day one. Um, 
And yeah, he was just one of those guys that you just watch him skate and you watch him shoot the vision. Um, and, and just the, the little things that don't show up on the stat sheet, just, you know, clearing the zone, uh, little drop passes. And, and, and that's just Ian Mitchell. I mean, he, he performed at a very high level really from the first couple games. Uh, Scott Powers, who covers the Blackhawks for the Athletic in town, did a nice write-up on Ian Mitchell just days before the signing was made because the rumors started leaking out a couple days before, and he featured a couple videos of Barrett. And what immediately jumps off the screen is his skating ability. I mean, he is poetry in motion on ice, and you know maybe it stands out more uh, against college competition, but I don't think I've seen a guy skate like that, you know, even in, at the NHL level, since like Brian Campbell, his skating looks really, really honed and mature. And obviously he's very fast and very quick, but there's almost a maturity to his skating, if that makes sense. Like an efficiency, I oh, guess yeah. is a better you word. Know, and he's, he's played so much hockey on, on the, the World Junior level and, and even the you know, Spangler Cup that he helped win uh, where he's playing with veterans. And it, it doesn't seem like he's ever in a situation where, where he's out of his league. Um, I think the the knock on him probably early in his career was it was just his size. I mean, not his height, but his weight. Like, okay, can he be an NHL defenseman? Um, you know, he's he's not a guy that's going to go out and and hit a lot of people, but when he does, I mean, he definitely makes an impact. Um, but yeah, he's just not one of those guys that's out of position that often, and just always seems to know where the puck's going to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I can't imagine him, you know, not being a an offensive defenseman, but also somebody who can can come back and help on both sides of the ice. That's where I want to go next. And there's no question about Ian's potential as an NHL defenseman, but I always find that defensemen take longer to develop than forwards just because the position itself is typically more demanding. If hockey started back up today and the Blackhawks Mm -hmm. had a game, what sort of role do you see Ian Mitchell being ready for? Do you think he's a guy that maybe needs to start off in Rockford and get used to the pro game a little bit, or can he make the jump to the NHL you know, right I, away? I, I look at you know what happened here in Colorado with Kale McCarr. I mean, they're not that different of players. Um, and, of course, Kale and Ian played against each other on the Frozen Four in Buffalo uh, last season. Um, they're, they're both uh, friends. And it, 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 they're not that far apart as far as the type of player they are. And uh, I would not be surprised if Ian came in and immediately made an impact on the power play the way Kale did. Um, you know, I am not that versed at which defensemen are in front of him in Chicago or Rockford. Um, but yeah, I mean, if not many, you give him a shot right <laughs> off the boat. There you go. There you go. You know, I'm trying to be put of it correct here. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the bears at all. There's no reason to <laughs> none, 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 but, uh, no. So again, I mean, it's not an unfair, uh, comparison, uh, to make to Kale McCarr and who's a, you know, a phenomenal impact offensive defenseman for the avalanche right from day one. Um, especially in his second season. And, uh, you know, not to put that sort of pressure on Ian, but he has that, those capabilities. And I think he's one of those guys, if you start him out at the NHL, NHL level, it, it's probably just as productive, if not more, than sending him down to Rockford.
My guest here on Lockdown Blackhawks is Jay Stickney. He is the voice of the University of Denver Hockey. 20 years on the job. Congrats on the anniversary, by the way, on that, Jay. But I want to ask you, okay, if Ian Mitchell struggles at the NHL level, why? what will be the reason for it? What will be his biggest challenge entering the NHL? You know, I would probably say it comes down to coaching. I mean, different coaches expect different things out of their defensemen or each individual. You know, we've had a lot of high-impact forwards that have struggled at the NHL level. They get sent down to the A, and then they come back and do a lot better. But I think it really comes down to what the coaches expect his role to be. I mean, you hear that all the time when we had, you know, Coach Jim Montgomery and then David Carl, who's the coach now. It's, it's you know the players need to know their roles. And I think if his role was to go out there and, and, you know, try to be a, a power play guy or uh, more of a guy that carries the puck up ice, then I think he'll succeed right off the bat. If they want him to make sure that he's, you know, very strong in the defensive zone, it'll probably take him a little more time, uh, mainly due to the size of the players. And that's what I want to ask you next is about his defensive game. Uh, Obviously Ian Mitchell is, if you were to, categorize him he's an offensive defenseman but from we when we Adam Boquist is the Hawks top defensive prospect he played most of the season this year with the Hawks and for the most part held his own he's there he is their top offensive defenseman for the years to come but the defense was was expected to be a big struggle for him just in hearing about Mitchell anecdotally I've not heard that his defense is going to be a concern with Boquist there was some thought of oh, my God, this guy can't defend at all. What are we going to do? And when he came and played for the Hawks, he was okay. With Mitchell, it seems like he's kind of more ready to go right away defensively. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when he was the captain of the World Junior Team in, in Canada, and you could see in many situations where, you know, he, he's got such good vision and, and awareness that, you know, he takes away a lot of the angles. He was always out on the ice for Denver when it was a – you know, a big face-off in his own zone. Um, and, of course, most importantly, you know, you wanted to puck on his stick to, to get it out of the zone. So, you know, I mean, he's not going to be your typical, you know, pound guys sort of defenseman. But, you know, he, again, he's, he rarely makes mistakes. And, you know, he, he should be fine from, from day one. Well, every guest I've ever spoken to is hated when I've asked him this question. So I'm going to do it for you, too. Um, can okay. you give me an NHL comp? to Ian Mitchell? Oh, I, don't know. I mean, obviously Happy Gilmore comes to comes to mind. Um, Ian Mitchell, boy, that's a good question. I mean, I, I already did the Kale McCarr. Yeah. Um, All right, let me give you mine and see if you similar. agree. Can I give you the one I've been thinking about? Johnny, okay. Johnny Oduya. Really good All skater, right. offense first, but a solid defender. Could you see Johnny Oduya being the ceiling for Ian Mitchell? Or do you think he's better than that? You know, he, Ian's so mentally tough, so smart. Um, I, I don't want to put any sort of ceiling on him. I, I think it's just going to take, like like any young player, uh, just adjusting to the size and speed of the of the players and not necessarily being the best guy on the ice. Um, but, you know, in the NHL, you shouldn't have to be the best guy on the ice to help your team. I'm really excited about this prospect. I really am. And, and your, this conversation with we you. We were excited to get another year out of him. It's just too bad that, <laughs> you know, he didn't get a chance to, to, to go out to the ring like everybody else. Yeah, that's it's got to suck for a, a kid. I, I mean, we all know a senior in college or high school or whatever that's not going to get that experience, but especially for a guy who's expecting big things out of his final year 
and college. It's got to be really rough. I want You alluded to it early on about Ian's personality and how he's one of the nicest guys you've ever met. It reminds me very much of conversations we had about Chris Bryant before he joined the Cubs with some people out in San Diego. How will Ian adapt in the locker room? What is his personality like when he's around, I guess you'd have to say, authority figures? Because to him... Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook and Jonathan Taser are sort of going to be that, even though they're his teammates. It's got to be intimidating for a kid to come into a team this established with veterans. How do you see him uh, taking on that sort of, uh, I guess, intimidation factor day one? With his natural leadership and and conversational abilities, I, I think he'll he'll immediately just try to want to learn from those guys. I think Taves is a spectacular role model for him because obviously he played uh, at North Dakota, had a lot of success at North Dakota, you know, a team that Ian's very familiar with playing against and, and the fact that college experience and, and knows what that adjustment is. Um, and by the way, Jonathan Taves is one of the top three college hockey players I ever covered. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I think um, having those guys in front of them, those guys got Stanley cup rings. I don't think Ian will have any problem you know, being subservient to their, their leadership and, <laughs> and, and going from there. Is there any sort of shyness to him? You know, I, I didn't asserting. notice it from day one. I mean, we'd have, we'd have him on interviews and everything. And, and really the only thing is the guy always has a smile on his face, you know? So it's, uh, we'll see how long that lasts in the NHL. It's such a grind, but you know, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be a guy that's going to be ready to play hockey from, from the second he gets there. Well, we can't wait to see him play. Jay Stickney, voice of University of Denver. I can't wait Denver. to see anybody play. Yeah, on, really. I'll, I'll watch uh, Bubble. <laughs> if, they, if they put the Bubble Hockey League on TV, I would probably watch. <laughs> you know, my first um, you know, table hockey was the Stan Makita set that I had when I was about 10. All right, that's 10 a little, or 12. It's a, it's a little before my time. I'm only 42. Yeah. Um, I had a Bobby Hall, too, so both Chicago guys. Yeah, I had the cardboard just generic like red and blue teams and then years later i got i think it was my eighth grade graduation gift i got an actual bubble hockey because i love that that that's the ultimate oh no it's always the best i just seem like i always get the team where the left winger can't move very well or pass the puck well that's how the blackhawks were for about 60 years so (laughs) i have no comment I, i loved being in chicago in 2017 and uh, I, uh, obviously be watching more Blackhawks now that Ian's there and, uh, hoping that, uh, you know, he gets a shot to, uh, to play a lot in the, on the big show. Well, he's definitely to get that chance. Jay Stickney, thank you so much for joining us here on lockdown Blackhawks. We appreciate your time and, uh, hopefully the puck will drop somewhere very, very soon. Hey, thank you, Jay. I love your name and, uh, good luck out there. <laughs> All right. Thanks. That was Jay Stickney, 20-year voice of the University of Denver hockey team. Follow him on Twitter at Stickney underscore J. That's J-A-Y, and it's Stickney with an E. Great conversation there. We had a good 20 minutes off the air before that started. That is a hockey fan right there. And, boy, two days in a row hearing about Evan Barrett and Ian Mitchell has not helped. (laughs) This is tough. Now I want hockey back more than ever. And, uh... They've got these two prospects ready to go. If they started playing tomorrow, Barrett and Mitchell could play for the Blackhawks. But alas, we have no idea if hockey will happen, if it will start up, if there's going to be a draft, and then hockey. I don't know. I just know when it's back, 
I'll never have been ready for anything more in my life because I am really missing it. And no baseball has been brutal, too. I'm sure you feel the same way because it's starting to get warm and the sun's out and there's birds chirping and the leaves are growing on trees and you're like, something is definitely missing. Yes, it's all of my friends and family, but it's also baseball. It's rough, man. It's rough. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of your not so busy day, but you know, I'm sure you got stuff going on to listen to Lockdown Blackhawks. I greatly appreciate it. Now that you've listened to Lockdown Blackhawks, take some more time. Ask your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Locked on NHL. My name is Jay Zawoski. We'll be back on Tuesday for Talk Back Tuesday. Don't forget, need those questions. The questions have been coming in very, very slowly over the last few Talk Back Tuesdays. So here's the deal. Anything you want is on the table. You want movie recommendations, restaurant recommendations. Uh, what am I binging on Netflix? Whatever. Ask me a question and I will talk about it. I just need, truly, I need to fill some time. That's the damn truth. So hit me up on Talkback Tuesday, 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail, or you can send a voice memo to LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. That's actually preferred because it sounds incredible. You can also send a standard email to LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at jayzawoski670 or at LO underscore Blackhawks. We'll be back again on Tuesday for Talk Back Tuesday. Please send me a note. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks. Be safe, be well, stay home, and wash your damn hands.